It's March 14th, 2022, and this is your Ukraine Daily Brief from the DSR Network. I'm Grant Haver. Chris Kotnor is out today. Our top story, Ukraine and Russia will be meeting for another round of talks today. Ukrainian presidential advisor Mikhailo Podolyak said that while talks are planned for today, there are constant negotiations going on over video conference. There are multiple reports that both sides believe that they are making progress. We'll be tracking the story and we'll update you on the status tomorrow. Over the weekend, the fighting expanded with shelling in multiple cities, including Kyiv. Missiles hit the military base in the western Ukrainian city of Yavorov, killing 35 and injuring at least 130. The base is only 15 miles from the Polish border, raising concerns that the conflict could spill over into the NATO state. In addition, western Ukraine was thought to be far from the fighting and includes routes that western states have used to provide arms to Ukraine. While thousands were able to flee Ukraine over the weekend, aid continues to fail to reach Mariupol due to the fighting. The latest attempt was stuck 50 miles away from the city. The International Committee of the Red Cross said in a statement that, quote, hundreds of thousands of the city's residents are now facing extreme or total shortages of basic necessities like food, water, and medicine. People of all ages, including our staff, are sheltering in unheated basements, risking their lives to make short runs outside for food and water. Dead bodies of civilians and combatants remain trapped under the rubble or lying in the open where they fell. Life-changing injuries and chronic debilitating conditions cannot be treated. The human suffering is simply immense. On Friday, the Office of the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights reported that at least 549 civilians had been killed in Ukraine and that 957 were injured, but that the number is likely considerably higher. On Friday, Ivan Fedorov, the mayor of Melitopol, was kidnapped by Russian forces. Russia installed a new mayor who released a video saying that citizens should adjust to the, quote, new reality. Another mayor was also reported kidnapped over the weekend. We'll be following the story closely. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan is set to meet with China's top diplomat, Yang Jiqi, in Rome today to discuss the war in Ukraine. Over the weekend, Sullivan told CNN that China knew about the invasion ahead of time but did not know the full extent of what was planned. The meeting comes amid reports that Russia has reached out to China for economic and military aid, although the Chinese government denies this. On Saturday, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky spoke with Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett for more than an hour. Israel has attempted to serve as an honest broker between Russia and Ukraine and President Zelensky has suggested that peace talks should be held in Jerusalem. At times, Ukrainian officials have pressed Israel to do more against Russia, but Israel has largely avoided doing so to maintain its position between the two countries. At the United Nations Security Council meeting called by Russia on Friday, Izumi Nakamitsu, the UN High Representative for Disarmament, said that the UN was not aware of a biological weapons program in Ukraine. Russia continued to assert the existence of U.S.-backed biological weapons labs, and the United States again stated that they thought this was a smokescreen intended to be used by Russia to cover their own use of biological and chemical weapons in Ukraine. On the economic front, Russian Finance Minister Anton Seluanov said that foreign sanctions had frozen around $300 billion of Russia's $640 billion 
and the head of the International Monetary Fund said that a Russian default was not improbable, but that it wouldn't result in a global financial crisis. Australia announced earlier today that they would be imposing new sanctions against 33 Russian oligarchs. Protests continued to happen in cities occupied by Russia in Ukraine. In Kyrgyzstan, a city in southern Ukraine, the largest demonstrations since Russia occupied the city happened over the weekend, attracting hundreds of people. In response, CNN verified video shows Russian soldiers firing over the heads of protesters. In Melitopol, Russian forces banned demonstrations and imposed a curfew following protests. At the urging of opposition leader Alexei Navalny, Russians took to the streets over the weekend to continue to protest the war in at least three dozen cities. Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty, reported that almost 15,000 people have now been arrested in Russia for protesting the war. Yesterday, Ukraine informed the International Atomic Energy Agency that external power had been restored at the Chernobyl nuclear power plant. However, the IAEA reported that the 211 technical personnel and guards at the station have stopped carrying out repairs and maintenance, partially due to their physical and psychological fatigue. As we reported earlier, the staff have been unable to rotate as normal and have been stuck on the job for almost three weeks since Russia has taken over the station. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip or topic you'd like us to cover, please email us at udb at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the Ukraine Daily Brief. So go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure that you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these topics, tune into Deep State Radio tomorrow as David Rothkoff speaks with Dmitry Alperovich, David Sanger, and Rosa Brooks. Stay safe and stay tuned to the Ukraine Daily Brief from the Deep State Radio Network.